are listening to Power Producers Shop Talk, where we are refining and redefining the sales game by equipping you with the tools you need to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. Well, it's like when we audit the mod with Magic and give them the action items that they're going to use to lower their total cost of risk. Tactical skills that will help you provide deliverable value to your clients and prospects. Technology is not an expense, it's an investment. Look at what ThinkHR has done for our clients and even our team. It's an amazing product and I'm so thankful we have that. And action items that you can provide to take your prospects and clients to the next level. Things are changing for us in 2021. Not all big business anymore. Now that we have Cover Wallet on our team, it's amazing that we're going to be able to write small business profitably. This is Power Producer Shop Talk production redefined are you ready to feel the power what's up everybody welcome to power producer shop talk where we are refining and redefining the sales game and you are coming fresh off six weeks of my good friend josh Gurley in the Gurley sessions that guy is a good dude an even better agent and the best daddy which makes him a nice guy and we're not going to be so nice today because i've got a problem and a bone to pick with producers out there Mm. You got to get your head on right, people. Yeah. Come on now. You know, I we've been going through protege season two, and it's been an interesting study because the people that I thought were going to be the most confident and out in front have sort of stayed in the middle of the pack. And I think it's probably got something to do with the fact that they were confident thinking they were going to be out in front. But the people who came in that were a little bit averse to being on camera, a little bit averse to putting themselves out there, talking about their work product and everything else – just like real life, it, you can see the light switch flip and their work product is immediately changed to these people that were in hmm. the lower end or or the lower middle are now the front runners because they've gotten the confidence necessary. That's I've also noticed, yeah, I've also noticed that there's a lot of lazy people out there, you know, people asking me, Hey, can I, can I get your resources? What can I find on your website? What's on killing commercial? What's on this? What's on that? I'm sorry. Is your Google broke? Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not here to be, you know, the, the internet traffic cop pointing you to where to go to get things. Insurance almanac. Yeah, if you need me around to do that, that's a big problem. I'm not going to be in your pocket every time you need to research a prospect or find something out about a company you're getting ready to go visit with. Come on now. Yeah, and I mean, I, I could I could blow you up way more than I do, but I just end up Googling half the shit that I'm right. wanting to ask you questions on. Yeah, um, no, I mean, and I think that's part of it, man. But the other part of it is making sure that you're setting yourself up for success. That's why I tell everybody, go get your CIC designation for as cheap as it is right now. If you want to have insurance related knowledge, go get the CIC. If you need sales strategy help, or you have questions around something that you need to talk about, I'm all ears for that. But come to me with work product that you've already attempted to put together. Let's talk mm -hmm. about fine tuning. I'm not going to build it from the ground up with you. Now, if you're in killing commercial all day long, I'll, I'll spend as much time as you need. That's what we're there for. But I'm talking about protege in in the one-off producers that are looking for a, you know a hail mary pass that want to get the magic bullet to go out and close mm -hmm. deals. Here's a fun fact, people: it's in between your ears. That's your magic bullet. It's you. It's mm -hmm. what makes you different. It what gives. It's what gives you skill set. It's what gives you creativity. It's what gives you a thought process to think on your feet when you're cold calling and you're talking to people on the phones. 
And at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're the only one who can control that. You're the only person who can make yourself think more positively. You're the only person who can work on your self-belief. How do you do that? Well, I don't know. You listen to podcasts, you read books, you read blog posts, and you go out and you make it a conscious effort every single day to do something to improve your game. Gurley talks about this, man. I don't think he brought it up when we did those Gurley sessions of Shop Talk last year that we just re-aired. But he talks about like the average, like the, the difference between the people at the front of the pack in a golf tournament and the ones that are at the back of the pack is only like a quarter of a stroke per hole. Like if maybe, you, yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know what some the actual wild number statistic. Would be, I'm sure I've just absolutely botched it. But the point. Let me get to the point of. Yeah, let me get to. <laughs> let me get to the point. The point is that the people that are out every single day working to make themselves just a little bit better push themselves to the top of the pack and the margin of error is so slim that you have to do that i think i think with the golf there's you know there's definitely some just god-given talent and skill that's involved but you do have the guys that are obviously you know that that look well yeah yeah but i'm saying that it's it's a little bit different from the sales aspect because i think that anybody can can, can learn sales and, and do it if you have the right mentality and you put in the effort with, you know, with the golf, you got guys that go out and they look like Pat Perez or John Daly and just don't work out. And then you've got guys that are actually working on, you know, golf related exercises, core, you know, fitness training. Brooks and, Kepka who looks like he could bench press a city bus. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, he's, he's like bulky, but I'm just talking about even doing the little stuff to help like your, your mobility and, and movement and things. Um, like that. And I think that has a big, uh, to do as, as far as separation in golf, but for the sales, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. Like I asked, we had Jeremy Chen on and, and, um, you know, he's a sales consultant has his own company where he helps producers do better on the phones and, and, and fill the top of the funnel. And I asked him what he thought the biggest, um, mistake was that he sees from producers and, it, and he said mentality. And I was like, definitely. I mean, that was the biggest thing that I saw when I was I was pushing the office supplies is you would have people that were just so they they were already they already lost before they walked in the door. <laughs> before and they ever like, left their house. Yeah, and it's crazy. Right. And and we talked about it and it's a confidence thing. And and of course you get more confidence just from doing. It's not like you're gonna you're not gonna listen to this podcast and be like, Oh shit, I'm good at sales now. You're gonna have to go you're gonna have to go out and do it. But like I, mean, well, I think you to never... your point too, man. You know, you're ta- bringing up the golf thing. I mean, golf's a good one. Really, any sport is. When you're elite at your game, you're like really drilling down onto very, very specific yeah. things that you're trying to fix. But before right. you get to that level, you've taken some lessons. You've put yeah. practice in. You probably never quit taking lessons. I mean, Tiger Woods still has a swing coach, right? So, right. you know. You, you never quit learning, but you, you go you and adapt. you, you, you yeah. get the basics done first. You practice the basics. You become so good that you can do the basics with your eye clo- eyes closed. Now, look, 
using golf as the analogy, for some people, executing the basics to the best of their ability might mean that they shoot an 85 every time they go out. Right. That might be what they're limited to. And sure. that person could make the decision to go in and say, you know what, I really need to focus on these micro movements and specific exercises and everything to try and improve myself even more. They may be able to get to the point where they're a single-digit handicap, but they mm -hmm. probably don't have the potential to ever get – There's a cap. Correct. Then you have the people, like you said, I, I saw an awesome video of John Daly on Facebook. And his son? Where, how, no, the one where he just oh. said how to prepare for a tournament, and he gets out and chugs a Bud Light or a Miller Light and then throws it away <laughs> and gets back in the cart. I saw some shit that he, like, like an actual interview where they asked him back in the day, like, you know, what he would do. And he was like, well, I basically drink about a two liter of Diet Coke a day, about two packs of cigarettes. And he eats McDonald's and it's like the most, and, but that's my point is like, he's just such a naturally a gifted. Yeah. I mean, there's not going to be another guy that's like that. You know, he's, a, it, it, it just doesn't exist, especially these days, you know, where, where you've got people like, you know, Brooks Kepler, Justin Thomas, like people who actually like work out and, and or Bryson DeChambeau, right. Who's yeah. got a completely weird take. No, look, but I mean, Agree with him or not, the dude is obviously like looking to reinvent himself and how the game is Definitely. approached. Yeah, I mean, during COVID, the guy put on like eighty pounds or something absurd. Like maybe it was like sixty, but I mean, he he went from a skinny dude to I mean, uh, completely bulked up. Um, and, and oh, uh, what I was going to say about John Daly is his son. His son is sponsored by Hooters. Did you see that? That's awesome. No, I didn't. I Why saw something on be? Facebook the other day about uh, he just picked up a. Like a like a nil deal with with Hooters. I thought that was fantastic. Uh, I hope that in that deal he has bottomless buffalo shrimp available uh, to him. Buffalo shrimp. I mean, it's Hooters is a fine establishment. Let's not. Let's not <laughs> it is. Let's, let's not get caught up in that. like what people yeah. think it really means. It's really where you go to get great buffalo shrimp, buffalo chicken sandwich, wings. I'm a fan. Fantastic man. bonus. Big fan. Fan of the food. I don't remember what my train of thought was before we started talking about John Daly and his preparation and, and all of that stuff. But um, no, your train of thought was that, you know, some people are just born with a natural talent in golf. But I think that's that true. If you go into sales, I, I would argue that some people have it in their DNA. I mean, some people are going to be born to be yeah. in sales just well, because of who they are. But sure. I think that you I don't think that you have the cap in sales that you do in things that are like physical like golf yeah yeah, yeah. Right, right right stuff yeah. like that you know yeah and, and so that if you even if you suck today like you might be a librarian right now like just quiet no personality you know never really and, dealing and no with offense to any of the librarians out there that are for all you librarians listening <laughs> i love you your dewey decimal system leaves a lot to be desired <laughs> but outside of that you know <laughs> But no, I mean, you can literally take anybody and I've seen it happen. And I've even been able to do this to some degree with people over the course of my career. Where sure. some, I mean, look at Raphael, man. Ra I mean, and I'm not saying this to pick on him. We, and we talk about him every now and again on the podcast. But this is a guy who wasn't really a salesperson. I mean, his he came from Enterprise. Yeah, he came he came from Enterprise and I mean, he had a sales component of, of what he needed to do, but it wasn't the same as when you're just dropped into the big blue ocean of commercial insurance production with no life raft and you got to figure yeah. out how to start, you know, building Dude, the boat. When I would when I would, so I mean, the the quill job was a was a very high turnout. We were interviewing every day. I would have people on my team That's for the best. You know, Oh, it was nuts. Um I, I, I truthfully 
I can't understand how I was there for as long as I was, but uh, some of the people that would come through the door that we ended up, you know, were uh, hiring and were on my team and training that were like just so green and had no experience whatsoever. And you'd look at where they started day one by like day training was like a max of, of, of a week, like a, a full work week. And by that point they're expected to be out like going out and making sales. And it was like, you would get the people that had zero confidence and no experience day one. And then they memorized their pitch. Cause that's all it was, it was a pitch. And it was just, you know, volume and numbers and everything like that. And it's like some, some of the people I look back and I just kind of like, I'm like, damn, like, I was able to get that guy selling or that girl selling, you know, whatever are are like, you know, t- 10 accounts a week from where they came from. It's like, so that that's kind of the point is like, it's a mentality thing. And you've got to like going back to the golf, none of these guys who go out, you know, and, and, and tee it up in a tournament, they're not going out there like thinking that they're going to lose the tournament. Like, I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe some are, but that's why they suck. Like anybody, like, I mean, they go out like, Every Tiger Woods, the Masters just happened, right? He was asked at the beginning of the tournament, like on on Tuesday or Wednesday, you said you'd never play a tournament if you didn't think you can win. Do you think you can win this tournament? He goes, Yeah, I do. Now, did obviously, I, that's did I t- stutter in my statement, friend? I mean, I right. told you I, I wouldn't mean, play in a tournament. I didn't think I could win. I'm well, here, that was years not. and years ago that he made that statement, but and he was just referencing it. But it's like obviously that's Tiger Woods. I get that, but it's it's a mentality but he's tiger part of why woods. he is so good is yeah. because of his mentality yeah he's tiger woods the persona because that's his thought process totally. right i mean and you can 100%. do the same thing with the sales you just have to kind of believe that you have the like i mean you reference it in the intro of the podcast it's like you know half the battle is is, is believing that you're supposed to be there they took the appointment like you know don't don't talk yourself out of it because you're you know you don't think you belong there's an interesting thing is I've been going through and watching the submissions as people are going through challenges on Protege. I have um, I, I've seen a bifurcation in the pack in that I can tell the difference between the people that are going to be successful, win or lose in the show, and the people who aren't based on the level of belief I perceive them to have and how they present. You know, there's is this different are, than season? What like was it the same in season one, or are you now realizing it because season one happened and you're picking? I think up I probably on, yeah. I think I'm probably more yeah. educated on it and looking for it now. But I mean, the people that are out there that believe what they're saying, it's obvious when they're conveying it in their submissions. And then there's the people yeah. who you can tell it's like they're just pencil whipping it for the show, thinking that somehow it's going to work. And that's the whole thing. When we started it out, I told everybody, this is your job. You're just getting filmed doing your job and you're getting coaching Mm -hmm. that you're not getting right now to do your job. So if Mm -hmm. you look at this as it being your job and what you're going to do for the foreseeable future, you're going to do far better in the competition. And you have to believe you can win the competition in order for you to be able to go out and win in the real world. And you can tell the people who do versus the people who don't have that sense of security. I think Mm -hmm. many times what happens is we get so caught up in needing to know every single nuance of policy language, exclusions, endorsements, how to talk technically, and all of that. And I don't think it matters. I, yeah. you know, I realize that's a controversial I, statement for me to make. I, here's why I say that, though. Somebody in your office knows that. I was that. just going to say, somebody's going to know. And I, I, I kind of got caught up in that early on. I'm like, damn, there's so many different things about, like, I mean, just a GL policy and the, you know, exclusions and different endorsements that can be in there. I mean, 
Now I got to learn that and workers comp and property and all this other shit and cyber and, you know, and, and but it's like, and how to sell, right? When, like how to sell the, those, the, how to sell the yeah, value but, prop and everything around it. It's right. But if you're selling, but if you're, if you're, if you're just selling the value prop and not worrying about the other stuff, then, then it, it, it's, it doesn't matter because I mean, that's ultimately what we're selling. I'm not selling them the insurance, the insurance, the policy is the same wherever you go. It's, it's written the same for the most part, you know, like right. other it, than, it's, other than you start getting into excess and surplus lines and stuff like that. I mean, yes, you could look, I think we get so caught up in the sales process being this gotcha. You found a mistake that you made when you wrote the policy. That's what you're hanging your hat on is going in and like yeah. trying to audit your peer group. I mean, Where's the value in that, right? Right. It's not that it's not important. I get that it's important, but it's kind of like the hall pass monitor in high school. You know, that's that's not really who everybody wanted to hang out with. That wasn't the person people necessarily want to do business with. Mm-hmm. And there's a subset of agencies out there that that's how they do it. They go out, they want to see policies, they want to audit it, and they want to compare what they would do to what's being done to make themselves look better while they degrade their competition when in actuality they're making themselves look worse. I just think that the average client out there thinks that we already know the insurance piece. They're not concerned about that. They just want to make sure they like who they're dealing with, that we um, understand what it is we're doing to, Mm -hmm. you know, from a risk management perspective and that we're delivering on what we promise them. And if you can do those things, you're going to learn the insurance piece over time. Anybody at all can come in and learn the insurance piece. Like that's easy. Mm -hmm. That's in black and white. You know, that's why workers comp is so simple. It's six pages. The policy is six pages. You could probably have a realistic shot. I think that's why I like workers comp. Yeah. You can memorize (laughs) the entire policy, right? And and with workers comp, Well, and, it, and the state tells you the rules. Everything else, yeah. it doesn't matter, right? Because everything else is value proposition at that point. There's no room mm. for interpretation. This is how it is because the law says it's this way. End right. of story. And I just think we get so caught up in, in some of the other things. And again, to me, can I get a copy of your policy so I can review it? That's lazy. I don't need to cheat off anybody else's homework. I know I'm going to write the policy right. Here's what we yeah. really do. Here's the insurance piece. If you want me to hand, if you want this, you have to let me handle that. I'll put the policies together. And they're like, oh, do you want copies of my policies? I don't need them because I don't like to cheat off other people's homework. But if you think it would make your life easier so I don't have to ask you a bunch of questions, I'm happy to review them for you. Whether or not there's mistakes in there is kind of irrelevant because you're going to hire me moving forward and we're going to have it fixed for you. Mm-hmm. That's it. People, yeah. quit being lazy and get your mindset right. End of story. Work on you. The other thing you need to do is head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. We are like just shy of 100 reviews, which blows okay. my mind because we're getting like almost 20,000 and some months over 20,000 downloads of this podcast. And we we can't get not some Not a good ratio there. Not a good yeah. ratio. I would I would think we'd be like a ten percent ratio. I mean, I mean that that yeah. tells me that tells me literally that like what is it twenty thousand ten percent's two thousand so one percent's two hundred. We have half a percent of the We're people who download this podcast actually go leave us a review. Uh, people come out of the closet out there, man. Get out of the shadows. Show us some love. We don't ask you to pay us. Just give yeah. us a give us a, a review and a couple of comments telling us a trick that we gave you that worked. That's it. Ooh, we, that'd be a good one. That's it. Just just tell us something that, that you learned that you've used and, and made some money. Yeah, that's it. That's all. If you think we're See nuts, ya. you can tell us that too. Otherwise, have a great weekend. True.
You've been listening to Power Producers Shop Talk. You can follow us at the Power Producers Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you want to take your game to the next level, check out our commercial insurance training course at killingcommercial.com or visit Amazon to pick up a copy of our international best-selling book, The Extra Two Minutes. 